I don't have to do I don't have to do anything. So what do I do when I don't have to do anything? That's next. Hey friends. Evil, this guy. You know me. Do it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, if you listen or watch now the podcast, you might know me. I'm the jackass. Yep. It's fun. Hey, everybody. It's Rachel here from Verse Course Verse, a podcast about music. Verse Course University L here. How's it going? Hi. I am on location in sunny Orlando, Florida. It's not sunny. Maybe I'll stick a screenshot there. It is rainy, but you know what? It's not as bad as it is back home, so I will take it. Uh, last last preseason episode, I think it is. I know that because I've been I'm really late getting this content in to uh, the editor in chief, our our fearless leader, well, that guy. You know him. Um, yeah. And uh, we're what are we doing? We're talking about our stupid selves this time, so you can get to know us a little bit more. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Um, but I don't know. I think we're cool. We're fun to hang out with. Maybe you would want to. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm here to talk to you about what I like to do in my spare time. Check my watch. I need to turn that off. Um, just going to take it off so it's not distracting anymore. What do I do in my spare time when David isn't bossing me around? The irony of me explaining what I do in my off time when David's not around was assigned to me by David who wanted me to talk about what I do in my spare time when he's not telling me what to do. Do you see the dilemma there? It's like a really annoying math problem. How's everybody doing? This is the last episode, the last preseason episode before we get you real content. That's right. We will move on from the laziness and back to the greatness that you know and love. Um, what do you think there's a setup? I forgot so many things. I don't have my double monitor. I don't have, I didn't have my charger. I don't have my boom stand. Oh, I'm thinking I might just have to roll like this from now on. I kind of like it. It feels very casual, just like I've been trying to be lately. I haven't been. I th we're starting to get the kinks work at, worked out. Uh, we've already recorded one episode actually for season one. So technically this is all a lie anyway. Uh, I've realized something this year. And that is that our preseason episodes are not set up in the best way. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, before we do, we got to get to the most important part of the day. And I really hope that Evil and Rachel have something exciting because I have zero things. I just got in to my uh, room late last night. I haven't had any time to do anything. I've got to get this done to get it to you. Evil, Rachel, what about you? Well, the most important part of of the day, evening, night, morning, whatever time it is. What time is it? You don't know. Uh, I'm drinking pre-workout because I'm going to go lift some heavy shit in my cold ass garage here shortly. And I need a little pick me up. Uh, this is a special proprietary blend, uh, a mix of a few different things with some stimulants and who knows what else. Uh, but let's have a sip. I think it's mostly watermelon flavored. Um, 
Like I said, oh, Jesus Christ. I said, fuck. I'm a train wreck. What am I drinking? Well, in my spare time, when David's not around, I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> he makes me. It's in the contract. I'm not a big drinker in my spare time. Uh, I drink very socially, and that is it. Very lightly socially. Very socially sounded like very socially, but that's not the case. Sometimes socially, I will be drinking if I'm not driving. If I'm driving, I will not even smell alcohol because mama doesn't know how she's going to react at any point in time. (laughs) And so if I get obliterated in public, um, I won't be able to drive anymore. So I can't do that. So what do I drink when David doesn't tell me what to drink? Not that he tells me what to drink clarify. When I'm not working on the podcast and don't have to drink alcohol, I drink Coca-Cola Classic. (laughs) It is the best beverage there is. It's fabulous. Uh, This one is an American Coca-Cola. It was bottled in somewhere. Why doesn't it say where it was bottled? What if I want to know? That's silly. Probably California. That's where everything's bottled, right? Anyway, it's a lovely Coke. Uh, It's just in a plastic uh, Coke bottle. It's a 20 ounce, 591 milliliters, if you like the metric system. Um, Let's try it. I bet it's going to be delicious. Mm. 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 Hot damn. I was right. Um... Now, what kind of Coke do I like? I'm a classic Coke girl. I like a Coke-ass Coke, just uh, all the sugar in there. Um, But if I had my way about me, it would be Mexican Coke or European Coke all day, every day, because the sugar in it is just delicious. There's no high fructose corn syrup. Not that I'm opposed to high fructose corn syrup and certain things. But in my Coke, I like cane-ass sugar because it's delicious. I drink Coke like it is water in foreign countries because I don't know if I want to trust the water in the foreign countries, but I can trust the Coke. Anyway, what do I do? What do I do when the podcast isn't happening? When I'm not like procrastinating, listening to music that I don't want to. Um, (laughs) I'm listening to music that I do want to. I do listen to music quite a bit. I've mentioned multiple times that we have Sonos in our house. So we're always listening to like in the mornings, if Megan's here, there's no metal, at least not ambient. Uh, it's probably just in my ears if I'm doing the metal and she's here. Uh, and um, But we do listen to a lot of blues and jazz in the mornings, in the afternoons, or early afternoon. Like when we're drinking coffee, if we're home on the weekends, having a slow day, that's usually what we're listening to. Um if I'm working out, which I'm going to be here shortly, I've got the metal going. Lots of rock and roll. Uh, I do like the guitar music. And I'll probably... I don't think I was... Fucking, my dog is right here. One second. Hey, what are you doing? Here. Confiscating this because uh, it's a little too loud. Sorry, Hattie. Uh, we'll talk about you in a minute. Um, yeah, so I'm going to listen to some Unearth. Imagine that. The Wretched, the Ruinous. It's a good album. I kind of like it. Oh, 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 there. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to it for a little bit. Now that we're through 
the Christmas season, and we're starting up uh, studying for season four, uh, twenty twenty four, season four. Uh, some some cool stuff coming for you this year, uh, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about what I do when we're not doing the podcast. Um, like I said, listen to a lot of music, a lot of a lot of metal. I really like. I, I like trying to find new music. It's it's because radio sucks. I don't ever listen to radio because it's not nineteen eighty four anymore. Um, you, it's like a scavenger hunt trying to find good new music and new albums. Um, it's fun though. I you know I'll get on forums and and different like countdown lists, top whatever albums of such and such and listen to stuff. And most of it's garbage. <laughs> Sometimes you find a gem here and there. I don't really listen to the pod. Um, if I do, it's usually an episode that I'm not on, uh, that I'm interested in if there's a cool guest or if DL and whoever else is on that, that episode, whether it's race, Rachel or Sven or, Carrie or, or, uh, you know, uh, a listener, um, or listener supported episodes. I do listen to the listener supported episodes. Um, or if there's like, a, you know, someone coming on talking about, you know, new music that some guest, like a musician or whatever. I like those. I do like to listen to, but if I'm on an episode, I generally don't like to listen to them. I mean, I was there for it. Um, and I don't like the sound of my own voice. It just, you know, uh, I got other things to do. <laughs> I got music to listen to. It is fun. I love doing the podcast and I do think it is, uh, it is interesting to listen to some of the, the episodes I'm not on. Um, I need to do that more. Uh, so maybe I'll make it a goal to listen to the podcast a little bit more this year. Uh, what else? What else do I do? Well, I, I have a family. Uh, my lady, she's awesome. We've been engaged for a few years. Uh, we're basically married. We refer to each other as my husband or my wife. We might seal that deal sooner than later. I don't know. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, she's she's great. Uh, she came with two awesome kids. Uh, they are currently 14 and some change and 11 and some change. And they're, they are amazing and uh, just... I feel super fortunate to have fallen into such a killer life with uh, this family that I have. Also, this dog right here. Do you want to say hi, Hattie? Come here. The sweetest golden retriever on the planet. Um, hi, sweetie. Oh. Also just wants to chew on this thing. Hey, why don't you leave this recording space so you're not bugging me so much? Anyway, that's Hattie. Love her very much. Uh, I am probably going to be walking here after my workout. So that's another thing I do. I walk that dog every single day, usually for about an hour. <coughs> she needs it. She has so much energy. It was our choice to get her, so we have to take care of her. Oh, I have uh, I, I have a brother and my mom that live fairly close. So I, you know, I see them fairly often. I live in Boise. Uh, the Boise area is not technically Boise. Um, and I have tons of friends around that I hang out with. I'm a bit of a nerd. Like feast or famine video game phases. Uh, right now, I haven't been playing anything. I have an older, it's not the current Xbox. It's the Xbox One. I haven't played it forever. Um, but 
I get like the urge to play something every now and then. I grew up playing video games. I like playing video games. They are a rabbit hole and a time suck that I just can't afford to. Uh, that's an itch I can't scratch currently. Uh, but you know, at some point I will. I'll, I'll get a new console or build a gaming PC and shoot some jerks, um, which is fun to do. Get online and I I don't like the chats, but I I don't like to chat, but I like to listen, and you know. I like to hear people uh, scream when I when I kill them. It's fun. Um, I also play a it's like a D and D style tabletop game with a group of buddies. Uh, it's called Gloomhaven. Super nerdy, but a lot of fun. Um, we we meet ideally. We would meet every other Sunday to play. Uh, during the holidays, it's not as often for me just because I'm so busy. But I try to hook up with those guys at least once a month and play that. Um, hopefully a little bit more getting into more of a, a schedule and the, you know, with the weather warming up, um, here in a, a, a few weeks, hopefully cr- fingers crossed. I read, I read mostly nonfiction. Um, I'm weird. I like books about physics and reality and like how they tie in those two things tie in with spirituality. Like what is the universe? What is what are we, what are we doing here? Um, philosophy a little bit. Um, three books that I, that I chew on quite a bit are, uh, a book called the essence of reality by Thomas Daniel Nair. Um, super challenging, full of really bizarre ideas. Um, the case against reality by Donald Hoffman. That was that one's also challenging in a number of ways. A little more science oriented, and the it's this this is the most challenging. It's uh, I think it's more like a scientific paper. It's called the CTMU, Cognitive Theoretical Model of the Universe by Chris Langan. He's a little abrasive, <laughs> and his writing is very dense, uh, but he seems smart and has some interesting ideas. Uh, so if you want to like read some really weird shit, uh, try those when I'm reading fiction, it's usually something stupid with swords and fire or, you know, spacesuits and like soldiers killing insects, like starship troopers, um, which I actually have never read. Uh, there's a book, <coughs> one of my all time favorite books, it's called armor, which was written as sort of an homage to Starship Troopers by an author named Jonathan Stakely that is one of my favorites. Uh, it's just like, if it had a soundtrack, it would be like 80s metal. Um, yeah, so a little on the nose, but it is on brand. <laughs> I also like uh, like epic fantasy. You know, I read the Lord of the Rings books when I was younger. My favorite set of books from like, the junior high era of my life was a, a series of books called the Rift War Saga by uh, Raymond Feist, F-E-I-S-T, something like that. Um, he's written a whole slew of books after that initial run of the Rift War Saga. I don't know how many. They're all Rift War adjacent. It's, I mean, it's very Tolkien-inspired, sword and sorcery, just fun characters, Um I don't know, special place in my heart. Uh, the most challenging set of fantasy books uh, that I'm currently trying to get through is the Malazan Book of the Fallen. Um, really good, uh, but 
like I said, super challenging. It, it, there's no hand holding by the author. You just you're just thrown into some wild shit and expected to kind of pick up the pieces and run with it. Uh, I also like like weird, bizarre horror comedy. I don't know. Uh, like John dies at the end. Those books are great. Uh, and uh, Skull Skullcrack City. Uh, there's a number of books in that genre that I just are funny and I like. I like to lift kettlebells. Um, I I spent close to nine years as a strength coach. Um, I've always been involved in sports and athletics. Uh, I trained jujitsu when my low back isn't injured, um, which it has been lately. I haven't trained in a long time. I need to get back in there. Um, but I try to keep my body in decent working order. I like to lift heavy stuff. Uh, I like to be useful as a human physically, which means I gotta be able to pick up heavy things and move it around. Uh, kettlebell training, some like modified strongman training, basic powerlifting like deadlifts and you know weighted pull-ups and stuff like that. Uh, nothing, nothing like crazy over the top. I just keep it very simple and just uh, I. <laughs> The, my, my coach who got me into kettlebell training, his name is Jim Beaumont. He uh, runs a business called Idaho Kettlebell Strength and Conditioning. Uh, he, he instilled upon me a, the idea of STOR, S-T-O-R, which is a training method, methodology uh, that stands for shit ton of reps. I added to it the HAF, H-A-F, uh, corollary, which just stands for heavy as fuck. So... Pick up some heavy as fuck shit and do a shit ton of reps. And <laughs> if it's full body movements, uh, you're probably going to get strong. That's 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 my training philosophy in a nutshell right there. Um, yeah. Uh, <coughs> what else about me? I don't know. I'm weird. I studied mathematics and computer science in college. Um, also art. I have two degrees. Uh, I use that degree, that first one, the math computer science, mostly professionally. I worked as like a systems administrator slash R&D engineer for a number of years before pivoting and doing some consulting work and then eventually pivoting again into the strength coaching and then pivoting back into um, what I'm currently doing, which is front end web design or web development, design development, search engine optimization stuff. Um, getting the itch to pick up some new challenges. So I don't know where that's going to lead me. Um, but you know, I, I can't sit still for too long. Uh, I like to learn new things and, and I like technology, um, and, uh, you know, applying stuff to, to like help businesses and help people. So we'll see where that goes. There's some, some ideas I'm mulling around. Um, going to build a website for, for the podcast. So that should be cool. Um, I like to draw. Uh, I wish I had more time to do that. Um, it's, that is like the elusive passion for me. Um, because I, I hate, I, I don't like to suck at anything I do. So I often will procrastinate doing some of the things that I really love because I know I'm not, kind of in tip top shape doing them and drawing is one of them playing guitar is another one uh, I'm really good at procrastinating doing the things I really enjoy doing um, 
I got to get over that. That's a, that's a bad habit. That's kind of my life. We travel a lot. We go to national parks. Megan uh, grew up in a mountain lake town north of the Boise area and uh, spent a lot of her youth outside. I'm a kind of a homebody. I like to, you know, to stay at home and tinker around and, and do all my hobbies, make cocktails, build stuff, draw, listen to music. But I do enjoy it when she drags me out for hikes and go, you know, we, we take uh, at least one trip a year to some national park. We're going to be going to uh, Canada this year uh, to one of their national parks um, and then Puerto Rico before that. So we, you know, we, we don't travel tons, but when we do, uh, we like to go explore nature where we, wherever we're at. Um, yeah, you know. That's me, kind of in a nutshell. I, I'm a man of many weird hobbies, and uh, I like to learn weird stuff and just kind of tinker and learn and um, lift heavy things, which I'm going to go do here shortly. Um, and, you know, I just like to do stuff that's fun and that rocks. Sue me. So yeah, season four, uh, it's coming. It's going to be great. We've talked about that. We need to talk about a couple other things. The first thing that I want to say is we're going to restructure the preseason of next year. Um, I think trying to look at a, taking a month off doesn't work. It doesn't. It makes it, in fact, one might say that the preseason is more difficult for me than it is, uh, than any of the other stuff is. <laughs> Because wrangling the cats is even harder. Uh, well, one of the cats, it's even harder. Uh, when when they aren't forced to be at a thing at a specific time, their butts about everything. Throwing these episodes together with you know rubber bands and duct tape, it's not the greatest content in the world, and it's not the easiest thing to do in the world. So I think next year we're going to do something different. I think some of the preseason episodes we're going to record earlier where it makes sense. You know, I've, I've heard, I've heard the complaints. I get it. We'll start doing a Christmas episode and we'll record it earlier. So it actually releases. We can't release it on Christmas because those are end of the year episodes, but we can release it very close to Christmas, which that's fine. I don't care. But these are the things that they don't think of, you know, um, do a Christmas episode. That's when our finale happens. What do we do? When do we do our finale? This is hogwash. It doesn't make sense. I guess we do our finale the week before that. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do we do our finale the week before the Christmas and then Christmas, we just do a Christmas episode? Does that feel like it's not? It doesn't feel like the finale is the the final finale is not the final episode of the f there's no finality to the final finale. You know what I mean? It's going to take some restructuring. I also don't think the we might do like one or two remote episodes where we all record our own shit. But I don't think we're going to do that much anymore because it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't have that punch. It doesn't. Uh, we don't get as excited and and uh, it's not flat, but it's I mean, you know, I'm also in a hotel room and I don't like being super loud. But, you know, it's like noon, so fuck this. I should be. We got to go over uh, what we're going to talk about today. This isn't going to be a very long episode. We just want to talk to you about what we do when we're not potting, when I reset, when I don't have homework, when I don't have something specific to do, I kind of lose my mind a little bit. 
I usually actually just delve into the next year right away and try to get ahead, which doesn't really work, but you still try to. Um, this year was a little different. This year I had a son. Yay. So it wasn't a big deal because I didn't have time to do anything. The off-season listening was I listened to a lot of crying. I listened to a lot of farts and spit up, and I listened to a lot of pooping. I listened to a ton of grunts, lots of grunts. Uh, I listened to grunts as much as I could. But yeah, uh, I definitely do a hard reset. That's the big thing in the off-season. I do a hard reset. Um, for You know, you have the Christmas time where you listen to all the Christmas music, which I did this year. I just did a lot more than usual this year. But then other than that, uh, I just stop. I stop listening to music. I, I listen to podcasts. I listen to, um, I'm, I'm becoming the old, like MSNBC guy now too, where I, I'm actually interested in what my money's doing. So there, they have, you know, MSC has all these podcasts and stuff. I listen to money podcasts. That's the saddest thing. So we'll get that out of the way. I get a little bit caught up on sports. But yeah, that's the thing is I just, the only thing that's set in stone is that I don't really listen to music. That's it. I don't. Now, over the last week or two, um, I definitely have started up again and I'm really excited for next year. So it's been, you know, it's been fun listening to music. This is going to be a really good year because of how much fun the homework is going to be. Homework is always fun. 90% of the time it's fun this time, this year, it's going to be insane. We've got a lot of things coming up. I mean, I'm recording an episode tonight with Rachel Neville. That's going to be a blast. We already recorded an episode that was a blast. We've got an interview coming up in about a week or two. That's going to be a blast. All these are so much fun to study for. They really are podcasts. I get I caught up on my podcast. I listen to Bill Simmons. I listen to Ryan Rossillo. Um, I have very specific times for when I listen to, so I'm on the road a lot. As you see, when I'm driving on the road, if I, you know, in my rented car, I don't know why, but I always listen to my favorite murder. I don't know why that's the place that I decided, but I love listening to my favorite murder while I'm driving in my rented car. That's it. Maybe a road trip as well, but I don't know. It's just become my car thing. I don't understand, which I can't listen to it when my kid's in the car. So it's only, maybe that's the rent a car thing. There, figured it out. Good job. Other than that, if I'm in my car, I'm listening to sports radio and that's how boring that this is. The only other music I've been listening to is one specific band because of what's coming out at the beginning of the year, which when this comes out, you're not going to know about yet. So I'm not going to say who they are, but uh, that's been fun. That's been very fun. And there's other things that I can talk about. I can talk about what shows I've been watching, like who gives a shit? Who, you don't give a shit what shows I've been watching. I can talk about um, what I'm excited for for season four, but we already did that. And that's why this episode is going to be short because there's not much more left. The only thing that I will say is that, um, yeah, the, this whole preseason thing is probably going to be restructured next year because I don't really think we need an off season. I like doing this and... This whole break thing, it's not really a break. So we're going to figure it out next year. They're going to be different. I think we're still going to be, uh, it's going to be through Riverside calls or whatever we can do, or maybe we'll pre-record some live stuff, but we'll do something different next year. Because one thing that we found um, is that we like doing the getting together stuff and that this, this is the painful stuff. This is hard to do. So preseason is going to be a little different next year. A little non-structure. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that, but I will deal. But now to the topic at hand, what do I do in my spare time? Well, when I'm not being told 
what music I can listen to, what music I should be listening to. David's not that controlling, just mildly. When I get to pick my own music, it is 900% of the time Taylor Swift. Why? Because I have a problem right now. But also because there's so much music to choose from. But I do have to say that I am getting a little like, maybe not every time I turn on Spotify does it need to be Taylor Swift. So I'm mixing it up. I am, I feel like a lot of times when we do an episode, then I listen to whatever we recorded a little bit longer because I kind of get a little addiction to it. So we just, we're doing these episodes a little out of order and we just recorded Stone Temple Pilots. We have an episode coming up um, in a little bit covering all of Stone Temple Pilots discography. Um, All of it, uh, the Scott Wheeling years. So um, till uh, 92 to 2010. So uh, this was a lot of my music growing up as a teenager. In junior high and high school, I listened to Stone Temple Pilots um, and other grunge things quite a bit. I was very into uh, music in the 90s and still just love it to this day. I think it was a great time for music. And having listened to Stone Temple Pilots, their discography for a while, my Spotify thinks I want to listen to other things from the 90s. So it's pulling up Nirvana. It's pulling up Third Eye Blind. It's pulling up Tonic. It's pulling up um, a lot of things that sound like Stone Temple Pilots because Spotify has an algorithm and it knows what I want. And so when I'm not listening to Taylor Swift, I am listening to some sort of Stone Temple Pilot iteration because that's what Spotify thinks I want to listen to. Thank you, Spotify. You're doing one thing right. Um, also hosting our podcast. So thank you. Appreciate that. So a lot of 90s grunge is what's going on on my Spotify right now. I also like to listen to, this is a little left field maybe if you don't know me personally, but I like to listen to a little bit of classical music in my spare time. When I am at work, um, it is very hard for me to focus if there's music playing with lyrics. And so I like to play classical music. I'm a big Chopin fan. If I'm feeling feisty and I want a little excitement, then some Mozart, but Mozart tends to be a little um, upbeat and distracting for me where Chopin has some really beautiful, quiet nocturnes. I love Nocturne in E minor. Wow, that is just, you're just finding out a lot (laughs) all of a sudden. Um, I like Debussy. I like Bach. Um, I like the quiet, slow stuff when I'm at work so I can focus on my work um, and not get distracted by uh, Scott Wheeland or Kurt Cobain screaming in my ear, which is fine. Those are good, great things. Um, but classical is where it's at for me. Work time listens. Um, outside of listening to music in my spare time, when we're doing, when we're off season, And I say off season with huge air quotes if you're listening and not watching because we do a lot of prep for season or for our upcoming season we're in when we're in our off season stuff. Our off season recordings are a little bit looser as you can kind of understand. We just have some questions. David gives us um, the room to talk about kind of whatever we want to talk about. He gives us, he gave us two and a half questions um, and said, go crazy, do it with you will. Um, if I'm not listening to music, which I don't 
generally listen to music if I'm not at work or in the car or cooking. Um, Then I am watching shows. I am a big TV fan. I was raised by a TV. Um, No offense (laughs) to uh, my folks. They uh, worked a lot. um, And so we're not around a ton. Sorry, dad. I love you so much. But I love TV and I love watching shows. So what have I been watching? Let me tell you. We, me and my husband, just finished up Ted Lasso. We had been sleeping on it for way too long, didn't have Apple TV, and finally watched it and binged the entire, all three seasons in a week and a half, two weeks, which is not really binging. Um, If it were up to me, though, it would have been like two days, let's be honest, but he has a little bit of self-control and I do not. So just finished Ted Lasso. With that, if you've watched Ted Lasso, you know that there is a magical, magical shortbread recipe um, involved in the show. Ted Lasso makes shortbread for his boss to kind of um, warm her up to him a little bit. And there is a recipe online. And if you can find it, it is freaking fabulous. And I do have to say, find the one that has confectionery, powder sugar, not sugar granules. It's very, very different. Your recipe should have butter, confectionery sugar, kosher salt, flour. That is it. Those four ingredients. Pretty positive it's just those four ingredients. I can double check it for you. But anyway, you mix those things together um, to make your dough, stick it in the fridge, chill it, put it in the oven, makes the most amazing shortbread you'll ever have in your life. It's so good. That got a little off topic. Also, I bake in my spare time. I listen to classical music and I bake. And these things are things that you would never know. Um, So finished Ted Lasso. Uh, We've been watching The Great over a little period of time. I think we're in the third season of The Great. It is fabulous. Yes, I think we finished the second season. I think we just started the third season. Love that show. Love Elle Fanning. Love Nick Holt. Um, It is, if you haven't heard of it, it is about um, Nicholas and Catherine the Great. And it is historical fiction is what I would kind of say. There's a lot about it that is accurate. And there's a lot about it that is just silly. And uh, the writers took a lot of liberties on it but it is such a cute show it is really funny it is not child appropriate if you have children and want to watch it um ted lasso children friendly uh the great so many fucks uh lots of fucks in that show um what else what else um just started can't speak to it very highly quite yet but i have a good feeling about it again we had been sleeping on getting apple tv but we just recently started watching Lessons in Chemistry, Brie Larson. I have to say the nerd in me is so excited. I love a good period show. So I love that it um, takes place in the early 1900s, as uh, Gen Z would say, earlier mid-1900s. And Gen Z, I love you so much. But so there's good costuming and there's a science aspect. There's the chemistry of cooking Um, and just chemistry in general. And I am a big science nerd. I work um, for a a national laboratory that, you know, we study nuclear energy and clean energy. And so 
I love nerdy things. So I love that show so far. Um, just getting into it, really excited to finish it. My friend Jimmy, um, he watched it all the way through. So give him a little text or a call if you want to know how it ends or if you want to know if it stays as good as it stays because I can't speak to that quite yet. Uh, I also recently watched a very good documentary called You Are What You Eat. Now, I am a huge fan, nerd in me again, of twin studies. Now, twins are just so close in DNA that when you run a study on a set of twins, you can run two separate studies simultaneously and kind of get the same results as if you would have run on one person. So you're doing twice the work in half the time. And so what they did with these uh, sets of twins is they gave them both healthy diets. They gave one a vegan diet and one an uh, omnivore, carnivore diet. And so they were allowed to eat anything. Vegans obviously could only eat um, vegan food, no meat, no dairy. And they were both healthy diets. So that is important. It's not like they gave the one that was allowed to eat meat and dairy just like, you know, free for all, eat some burgers, have some ice cream, whatever. They gave them parameters in which to follow their diets, calories, protein, all that good stuff. And then also gave them uh, a personal trainer for a little bit, but then just said, go forth and exercise and do your thing, but do it under these parameters. And then they tested all of their cholesterol levels and Um, all that stuff. And it is a very, very interesting study. Highly recommend you watch it. It was super entertaining and it definitely um, encourages you to eat a little bit healthier, whether it is within, you know, whatever your normal diet is, but it encourages you to eat healthier in that way, I think. I think anytime I watch any sort of food documentary, it just makes me want to eat healthier. Mm. I remember seeing supersize me the first time and I had gone with a girlfriend and we had gotten Cokes and hot dogs at the theater and we're just mowing on them and watching supersize me and if you've ever seen it this guy just gets sicker and sicker and sicker because all he's eating is McDonald's and just gross fast food every single meal and he like basically almost has a heart attack by the end of um the documentary and it is depressing and but really made me go I am a disgusting human being I need to not finish this hot dog and let's go get salads and water after this because I feel gross and I think it's important for me at least to watch a documentary like this every once in a while because I am not the healthiest lady in the entire world hence the coke um but I work out and balance right you balance that's important What else do I watch? You wonder. It's only been 10 minutes of what I watched so far. So let's add a couple more things and then we can go. You can move on. I can move on with my day. We can all be more knowledgeable about me though. I also, every single night when I'm getting ready for bed, I watch an episode of either Bob's Burgers or Futurama. Bob's Burgers, my husband and I have been, had been watching for a long time. We made one episode a night and we made it through like 12 seasons or however many seasons there are of Bob's Burgers. And now we are all caught up and it is very sad because I just, it got to be such a normal part of the routine. Not seeing it now makes me really sad. But so we switched that over to 
you know, once a week we'll watch Bob's because there'll be a new episode once a week. But we're on Futurama now. And I think we're on one of the later seasons, but not caught up all the way. But then we'll get caught up to that. And then there'll be no Futurama and there'll be no Bob's. And I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. There'll have to be, there has to be some other cartoon that I can watch. Oh, also, last one. Then I'll stop talking, I promise. Lower Decks. It's on Paramount or Peacock. I can't remember. It's on one of the P's. Uh, Lower Decks is a Star Trek offshoot kind. I don't know much about Star Trek. So if you're um, nerdy in that way and I am speaking incorrectly, please yell at David about it. Apologies in advance. But it is, I have no knowledge of Star Trek. I had never seen anything before outside of just osmosis because of American culture. Not true. Not true. I watched one of the movies in the 2000, early 2000s-ish. It had Zachary Quinto is his name, maybe. Anyway, so maybe I've seen one movie and it had Anton, don't remember his last name. Anyway, one Star Trek movie. That's all I've seen. So I have very little reference for any of the names of the ships or any of the things that they do or the people or the kind of um, characters they are. Characters, what's a better word for that? Mm, species, I guess they are, if they're alien or human or some sort of whatever. I don't know. There's a lot I don't know about Star Trek. But my husband having watched a lot of Star Trek, me having watched none of it, both of us highly entertained by Lower Decks. It's really funny. It's kind of, I would say it's okay-ish to watch in front of kids because they like bleep stuff and it's cartoon. So it's not like super inappropriate. You can't get like visually inappropriate. Well, you could, you could if you tried to get visually inappropriate. But anyway, um, love it. Highly recommend Lower Decks, Paramount Plus or Peacock. I can't remember. I want to say Paramount Plus because it sounds like that's right. But I don't remember. Anyway. We'll see you later. Uh, really cool. Speaking of rocks, 1994 kind of rocked. And we're going to talk a bit about some of that music in this year coming up. So I'm fucking excited because there is so much good music to talk about from 1994. Uh, we'll get to that maybe even as soon as next week. So see you then. And now you only have one more week until you get real awesome, amazing content. And it is awesome. It's going to be good. Hopefully you like our faces because you're going to see a bunch more. That's all I got for you. I've talked too much because I started talking about TV. What do I love? I think you can tell. Coke and TV. Coca-Cola classic, to be clear. <laughs> the soda and watching shows. Uh, until next time, uh, when we have a real episode, season four style, it's going to be a good one. I will see you next time. Firstcoursefirst.com at first course first pod. Yes. Very short episode. It's the last episode before the next season, but I promise you all the work that I'm putting in. Now that's the other thing is that's what I've been doing the last month and a half. I've been editing. That's all I do is editing. Yeah. I haven't had any off time. I've been editing a lot. Video editing takes time. There you go. That's it. I've been editing. I don't have time for this shit. Um, Versecourseverse.com at versecoursefirstpod. Hey, thanks for listening. Tune in for the real thing next week.
Let's go listen. I don't know what that was, but I'm going to go listen to heavy shit. Bye. Thanks for listening. I miss you. I will miss you. I'm going to miss you. Good night and good luck. Phoning it in. You know what? I will talk about one show on the flight yesterday. I watched Dumb Money. That's fantastic. Watch that. Don't you guys love the shows that, um, even though they're frustrating to watch, that show how big of douchebag douchebags are, particularly in Wall Street? Like, um, yeah, Dumb Money was spectacular. You know, the little guy finally getting to the big guy, which they don't actually. You know, if you know that real story, it was just...